and welcome to frame 16 of Me 1 vs Me 2 Snooker with me, Richard Herring. You may remember me, I was in an episode of Nevermind the Full Stops on uh, BBC4 I think it was. Uh, I've done other stuff as well, that's not. That's just the first thing that came to mind. Uh, this is a weekly snooker podcast in which I play myself at snooker as you are of course aware. Uh, with me one versus me two currently standing a score at me one seven me two eight um let's just have a quick chat with the players before we go ahead with the game so me one you must be feeling happy after the uh, frame last week first frame back in the new auditorium uh sure it's auditorium yeah you may be right richard i don't want to tell you how to do your job i'm just here to play snooker you're the the wordsmith um but yes, it was great. I think a lot of people were thinking that being married might have an effect on my play. And, you know, I think they thought in a bad way, but I think it may have turned out in a good way, Richard, because I've been playing pretty well since uh, the marriage six months ago. Unfortunately, most of the frames we've done came before the marriage. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that as a married man, I will never lose a frame of snooker. And if I do, I will annul the marriage. That is a cast arm promise to my fans. I will win every single game that I play. That's a big, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you're fairly evenly matched players. And surely you will lose at some point. Well, I will have to discuss it with my wife and see what she thinks, whether that, whether I should go ahead with that. Um, but that's that's a message from my fans. But if you see my wife, don't mention that to her if you would. And me too. Uh, the very, very strong breeze. Um, you must be disappointed with... Well, of course I'm fucking disappointed. What stupid thing to say. I lost the frame of snooker. And I'm here to win snooker. Uh, and and I will win from now on. I'm still ahead in the tournament. Uh, I don't know how long this is going on for. I kind of... I assume like most people when it started, it might do one or two podcasts and that'd be quite funny. Um, yeah, maybe even stretch out to eight or nine haha <laughs> isn't that stupid this man doing this thing i never envisaged getting to the 16th one richard but i i i, I will win today i'm going to come back because i hate me one and i know most people out there do as well he's smug um he's boring you know we used to go out go crazy get pissed with each other now he's at home you know and his greatest pleasure is to come down to the basement and play snooker against himself that is it for me this is just a tiny part of my life. I go out and do lots of other stuff, but me one. Uh, I mean, it's just, he's practically insane. Anyway, me too. Uh, we don't want to go on about this too much because obviously people are here. People are listening to this for the snooker, not for the interviews. It's nice to have the interviews, but uh, I, there is something that we do have to deal with. Um, I think over the over the last few weeks, we, we you may, if you've been following the podcast, uh, if you're new to this, then really start at the beginning or just stop listening. Uh, you'll know that we had an original referee, referee one, uh, an old timer, uh, been in the profession a long time, uh, but people became annoyed about some of the decisions he made. He didn't seem to know that much about the rules of snooker, um, uh, didn't understand free balls or dead balls or anything. Um, and he, he was retired. We retired him and a, a younger referee came in, referee two. And referee two is here with us. Hello, Richard. Um, I am enjoying being the referee of the snooker. Um, well, referee two, there is some stuff we do have to address because um, you've made some serious errors in the game last week. Uh, several things went wrong, um, and of course, in the the video frame, which I don't want to talk about too much because some people may not yet have bought What Is Love Anyway, the DVD. 
uh, of which one of the extras, though I would say the main feature, uh, is a video one-off Me 1 versus Me 2 frame of snooker for the Chris Evans Not That One trophy. And you did make what a lot of people are saying is a, a very serious error, which had a massive uh, re result. No one knows. The people have played this back and back, and no one can say for sure what happened there, Richard. I don't think, I don't believe I did make a mistake. In any case, the referee's decision is final. Well, it isn't uh, final. Uh, the, the Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker Association uh, is a whole load of Me's. It's, uh, it's 32 Me's who've played snooker against themselves over the eons have got together, and I'm afraid they have decided uh, that the only fair course of action is to bring back Referee one. No, not referee one, but no, you can't get rid of me. Oh, we have to get rid of you. We need solidity. We need professionality. Uh, we need to work out some words, new words. And um, so I'm afraid we are, we're going to bring back, here he is, referee one. Thank you, Richard. It is good to be back. Um, uh, I was very, very disappointed to be removed from my position. I think, I, I believe that the Snooker Association, the Me One versus Me Two Snooker Association of thirty-two different Me's from the eons, um, made a mistake when they when they rescinded my uh, license to referee Me One versus Me Snooker, Me versus Me Snooker, uh, and I'm glad to be back. And I'm afraid Me Two, of course, this is Rich Terry speaking now. For anyone confused, um, that means referee two, you will have to go into the abyss of oblivion that referee one has returned from, which must give you some hope. Uh, no, please don't make. We are. We're going to put you. Have you seen the film Superman, where it might be Superman Two, I know, where like Marlon Brando and some other people are inside a, a kind of crystal perspex thing that floats through space. That's what we're putting you in, uh, and uh, then you'll fly off through space and probably never return. But you know, if referee one lets himself down as he has uh, in the past, you know, he's quite old. If he starts walking around with his cock out or defecating in one of the pockets. Or just doesn't really know the rules of snooker well enough to justify having him here. You may be back, but I'm sorry, referee two. Get into the perspex floating space thing. I won't get in. We'll get in there. No, don't get in. This is referee one, and I am I'm now the referee. I order you to get in by the rules of the power invested me by the me versus me snooker professional thing 32, whatever it was called. Okay, that that I have to respect that power, and I will get into the little perspex thing. And now we're shooting into space. Who said this podcast wasn't exciting? Because, come on, that is like proper... There was proper special effects there. Uh, but anyway, we are now going to get on with the game. I can see Me Too is chalking up his cue. Uh, and it's his break. He is 8-7 ahead. I will hand over to your commentators today. Commentator 1 and Commentator 2. Well, thank you, Richard. Um, great to be back here in the booth with my... Uh, compatriot and friend, commentator two, are you alright commentator two? Yeah. Uh, I see me too, the very very strong breeze, I think that's what he's called, he's gearing up. He's actually, oh, the ball was, the cue ball was placed on the left hand side of the snooker table there, the snooker board. Uh, but he's moving it to the right hand side of the D, interesting, to come from this way. Um, a good strong break. The balls have gone all over the table. A couple of reds looked like they were going to pop into the pocket there, but they didn't. So me one comes to the table. It's a slightly different angle today, and I notice that the there's a slight wall in the way here. Even this new improved Shepherd's Bush boy, but that hasn't put off me one. He started. He ended in fantastic form, and he started in fantastic form. 
the red, red ball down, the ball, nothing gone in off, incredibly. Uh, the white ball now down the bulk end of the snooker board for anyone trying to visualise this at home. Fairly central, he seems to be going for the brown into the centre pocket. It's a very difficult shot, I wouldn't have thought he'd get it. He's not, I think he's just taken a punch, he hasn't really lined it up. Oh, he came surprisingly close. Surprisingly close. So me one, a break of one. There's a nice sofa actually here in the uh, in the room, isn't there? Commentator too, I notice. Um, for that, uh, me too was just sitting on there. Me one played his shot. Took some took some getting down into the uh, into the shepherd's bush wrong way. I understand. So anyway, me too. He's got uh, a red ball in the top right hand pocket. He's he's miscued it. He's not not done well at all there. The black ball now down by the ball cushion. Been knocked down there. Uh, but me one. Return to the table. He thinks he can get this red into the centre pocket. The brown is slightly in the way, I would say. But uh, let's see how many one does. He's a professional snooker player. Well, he got nowhere near the pocket, so there's no way of knowing. Me too, back on his feet very quickly. He was enjoying the plush sofa there. But the plush sofa is only pissed again. The red ball coming down the table. Cannon into the blue, the blue. He cannon into another red, and then into the blue. The blue was by it, and the blue has gone in. Um, I think that was me too doing that shot. So that means me one gets five points. He's taken a very early lead of six nil ahead. There's a bar here in the Shepherd's Bush one boys, which is slightly in now. It's a new addition, slightly in the way of me one's next shot. Uh, and it didn't help him at all. He's me too straight up on his feet. That's a very easy shot, and he just bangs it in. Oh, but too hard, and me too, and it's gone in off, which is not what we'd expect. That's a break. That's four points to me one, who is now up on his feet off the lovely cushy sofa, be taken apart to get in here, got stuck in the corridor, very embarrassing uh, for both me one and me two. Me one was with his wife actually trying to bring it down the stairs, he got stuck. Me two found it quite amusing. Uh, me one now at the table, got. Uh, Quite easy red, uh, slightly muffed in. It could be a long game if you could have missed ones like that. Me too, you hear him on this new wooden floor shuffling around. He's got a long red into the bottom uh, right hand pocket, left hand pocket, if you look up the table. If he gets this, that will reignite his confidence. Oh, jingle and jangle around. Oh, but a bit of luck. The luck of the Irish, me too, of course, as you know, is Irish. The cue ball came along the ball cushion and this time, Hit another red into the bottom right hand pocket. So me too is on the on the table, is on the board. And when I'm saying that, because um, it's commentator one speaking, of course I mean the uh, the scoreboard, not the snooker board. Keep getting my tables and boards confused. But the white ball right on the board cushion. He's going for the yellow. Can he get this into the second pocket? No, it's a long way off. The white ball heading dangerous. He wants to stop. I go, oh, it stayed out. Didn't get that close actually. I made that sound more exciting than it was. It's 10-1 to me one. Uh, the table disappoint it is a disappointing format of the table. The door and the cupboard there's opening the lock. Um, me one, I think, is now at the table. He's having to contend with the door. People who worried that this new auditorium would be too professional. I don't think you need to worry too much. Oh, oh, oh. Wish you could have seen that. If there was only some way for words to describe what just happened. Me too. He's back on his feet. He's behind. He's got a fairly straight red in the top corner. He's taken it, but he has he left himself on any colours. I think he might snook it himself. Though the pink is visible, as long as he doesn't hit this red, it would be a long shot into the bottom corner. No, 
it off. So me two moves up to two points. It's 10-2 to me one. We still haven't got back to the quality of snooker of yesteryear, of the pre-married me one. The white ball is almost in the, in the, in the bottom right-hand pocket now, but it's just hanging on the lip like uh, some kind of lip ring on the lip of a punky man. That wasn't very good. Shut up, commentator two, it was good. Oh, what a disaster for me, one, I think that was. He uh, missed what he was going to shot he was going for, very beautifully potted the blue, but of course he wasn't going for the blue. That brings the score up back to 10-7. Uh, and uh, me too, I think it should be at the table now. Again, this door proving to be in the way for a lot of shots. We'll have to look at the angle of the table. He's decided not to go for the one he's going to go to because of the cupboard door. Uh, cupboard that contains a washing machine. No, not a washing machine, a. Uh, uh, what's that word? The vacuum cleaner. Uh, and uh, me. Who was that? Just went, oh no. Me too just had a go and missed, didn't he? I got, I got distracted by the door. I'm going to hand over to commentator two. Seems to be more in control of things. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what's happening at all here. I think, uh, yeah, I think me too was just took that shot and it didn't work. So I think you're right, it is me one. Thank you, commentator two, for helping me out there. Me one at the table. He's got to slice this red back quite fine. He's done it. Beautiful shot. So me one. A break of one so far. This black surely can't go into the centre pocket. He's going to give it a go. Oh, it just tickled around the edge of the pocket there, but it hasn't gone in. So me too. There are five red balls left on the table, as I'm sure you're aware. I don't need to tell you that. Me too. Beautiful. Wow. I wouldn't have thought that was possible, that shot. I didn't think there was room. He went for it and he smacked it in. Like a rap star smacking a woman in the face. That's sorry, that wasn't a good. Uh, that was a hard title track. That he's going for the blue now. Me too. He's got a break of six. There's a lot of colours around the centre pockets. Um, this could be a high break. He's uh, on for red here, but the bar is slight. New bar. It's a lovely bar. It's got the colour coded lights on it. it can change. Can he get a three ball break? Oh, unlucky. It, it, Really went around the pocket there, but uh, that's a break of six. Me two in the lead, me one up off that sofa there. Terrible sofa that maybe remembering the story of the sofa getting trapped in the corridor has made him, well, maybe it spurred him on. He's done well there. That's beautifully done, actually. Potted the red, knocked the colored balls away from the pocket, so he's got a clear shot at the blue. Uh, can easily get up for another red there. He plays this right, oh! He didn't hit that very straight, but he got the blue ball. The blue ball's been seeing a lot of action. It's a break of six, equaling me two's top break of the game. Me one has a fairly straight red though as well. Oh, he hit it too hard. Will he get a blue jam? It's not gone in. The white ball went again right over the edge of the pocket, but this is going back and forth. Very exciting game, 17-13. To me one, me two comes to the table. It's quite a tricky cue ball, because the cue ball's really stuck on the Lips of the pocket. Uh, he hit the red at least, but not. He didn't hit it at all correctly. So it hasn't gone in. Me one. No, that's just. I mean, he just took a whack at that. Meant for the best. But me two is coming to the table, and I think he's fired up. 
He's worried he could lose his lead in the tournament here today. He nicely pops the, the red into the centre pocket. Unfortunately, he's gone in off. It was uh, the Me One disease. It's been known as before, but it's Me Two suffering from it this time. Uh, Me One now leads 21 to 13. Me One can put the white ball anywhere he wants. Inside that D, of course. And I have to say, my commentator, who. Referee one acquitting himself very well. He's almost been unnoticeable. That's how well he's done it. He's made no mistakes. Um, just a sort of sleek professionalism, commentator one, that has been missing these last few frames. I don't know how many frames referee two has done. I should know, really. That's the sort of thing I should have in front of me as a commentator. And given how little I usually speak, this is I've said more here than I have probably in the combination of all the other podcasts put together. But a good referee, uh, you notice, you don't notice what he's doing at all in that. And, and I'm really... I don't know how people at home are feeling. I'm relieved to have referee one back and to think that referee two is flying in a kind of trapezoid shape in space at the moment, going, ah! Well, thanks for that insight, uh, commentator two. That was unusual to hear so much from you. Um, uh, I've kind of forgotten who's going. I'm pretty sure it's me one's going, isn't it? Yeah, no. You're just interested in the referees, mainly, are you, commentator? Mainly the referees. If you've got anything else to say about the referees, I'm up for it. If it's about snooker, I'm not that bothered. I've, I've found this boring on about the third one. To be honest, I thought the first one was shit, and I, I just I don't think there's much more coming, if you forgive the pun, coming to the table by doing this loads of times. I think it's the law of diminishing returns, and I don't think it, it works as an idea. A man just talking to himself while playing snooker. It's just, you know, it's not enough for people. It is free, though, isn't it? I mean, that's, it is free, commentator one, but. Is that enough? You, it's odd that the players have stopped playing while we're having this little discussion. It is odd, they, but they, I think me one is thinking hard. Hey, don't get me talking about snooker. I nearly fell into a trap there. Go, you talk about snooker. And here, me, me one is up from the sofa. The sofa's there. It's very tantalising. Maybe quite like to sit on it. Um, I don't think me one can really get this in, but he's going to try. That's the kind of idiot he is. No, he hasn't got it in. There was no chance. Me too. Straight up on his feet. Straight at the table. He's whacked it. No good. Me um, one has a has a pretty easy red here. If he could take this and a colour, he might be. He's got it. If you can just get a colour, there's lots of colours on. He's come right down for the pink. He's perfect on for the pink. The other red ball right down the centre of the table. This is on the ball cushion. Needs a bit of backspin. He's got the pink. That this could be enough. We could get back to parity today. That's seven points. For me one, he had to really go something at this red. He's going to try and double it in the centre pocket. He's failed, but he has gone in off at last. Order is restored. Me one has gone in off. So he scored uh, seven points in his break, but he's given away four. It's 28 plays 17. Me two at the table, one red. Left on the snooker board. And me two. He looks fired up. And I, blimey, he is fired up. I've never seen anything like that. It was another phenomenal shot. If only there was video on this. And the black is right over the edge of the pocket. I think you could get this. He's got it. That's a very important shot. And he's, it's not an easy uh, shot on the yellow here, but he's on a straight line for the yellow, the green way up the table. He'd have to do something pretty remarkable to get onto the green. Oh, he's missed the yellow. Oh, he nearly just nudged into the centre pocket off the brown. But he's created a fantastic snooker. And uh, Me Too scores eight points for that break. There's only three points between these players now. And uh, 
anyone might be in trouble with this. There's a very good snooker, the yellow right behind the brown. He's missed, he's hit the green, and uh, again, uh, referee one's called deliberate miss there. I don't know if that's correct. That's the first controversial decision. It is fairly, it's not that difficult to get this one, so he shouldn't have got it. And he's missed it again. So it's eight points. Miwan has let himself down on. Can he get it this time? He's got it this time, and rightly so. And he's getting his own snooker, so that's very good. Eight points to Me Too. Uh, taking him well into the lead, but now Me Too himself. Snookered by the pink. And the other balls are coming in the way of, of pretty much every conceivable angle. This is a fantastic snooker, actually. Uh, the blue's in the way of coming off that cushion, the brown's in the way of coming off the bottom cushion. Um, I can't, I, I don't know what he's going to do. I do not know what he's going to do. Uh, nor does he, he's just going to take a chance that this will work. And I'm going to leave, oh, me too. This is majestic play. This is majestic safety play. He's come off the, he doubled it into the corner, you know, like they sometimes do on the telly, like the proper ones, and it came off. The angle and then up the tail. Oh, it was really good, but this is a, this is at least an easy shot for me. One, I mean, he can hit this. The red, the yellow's right by the cue ball, but can he create another snooker? Uh, someone's at the door. I'm on. Uh, me one is just going to check that his wife is going to get that. Are you around, babe? Yeah. Can you get the door? His wife is uh, washing up. She does not want to go to the door. She's cooking. But there she is, she's going to the door and uh, she's not in a very good mood about it. Uh, she's accepted the, uh, the, the, I think it's a man delivering something. I think it might be a man delivering a uh, box set of Total Recall for another plus plus. Is it uh, for me? Uh, she's, she's quite grumpily, not annoyed. Thank you. So uh, it's me too to play. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the domestic life there, and that might affect uh, me one. It had a little, his wife been slightly annoyed that he was playing snooker uh, while he could have been doing that. Uh, so can me two take advantage of that? If it is indeed his go, there's been a lot of distraction. He's going for a snooker, very unlike him, and he's, and he's failed completely. So me one, he could go for the snooker behind the brown now. No, he's failed as well. They're not really good at safety play, me too. Just wax it. That's the best one. They made up there. Me one. He also wax it. The whacking doesn't seem to be working out. Me two has a, an off chance of getting this one. It's a long, it's almost the whole length diagonal length of the table. Oh, whoa! Astonishing. Um, I mean, it was nearly the perfect shot. I mean, he got the, the yellow again. Some just dazzling play here, but he knocked the green on the ball cushion as well. The top cushion, rather, uh, looking like he's going to set himself up for that, but he has slightly snooped himself on the green. And he's missed the green. But um, that's two points to me, too. Me, one is going to be, and four points to me, one, of course, because he missed. So that's, a, and that was nearly missed by the referee, but he's sharp, he got it, he saw it. Um, and me, one, the green is right in the pocket, so he's going to carry on playing. Oh, but how did he do that? How did he do that? The spin on that ball was very odd. He potted the green, but then somehow spun uh, the green ball, the cue ball, into the pocket as well. So this is 
This is going one way and then the other this game. I thought that was going to be me one in the lead, but me two now has a, has a straight shot of the green into the centre pocket, placing the cue ball where he wants it to go. Still not, as you'll know, it's not an easy shot, this. The angle is not easy. But he's got it. Me two. Uh, I think people might be starting to question whether that distraction from me one's wife has been the cause of all of this. Me one is still in the game, but there's only 22 points on the table, and that and that was not that, that was not the play we expected. Is, is he accidentally got a, another snooker? Though he has. There's been a lot of snookers in this game. Me too. Doesn't like green to measure up. Just takes a chance. He's missed, uh, and the referee correctly calls uh, for that to be taken again. So at the moment it's. 42 place 36. Me too really needs to hit this. He's missed again. And again. The referee calls a miss. Can he do it this third time? Oh, beautiful. Just nips it. So, um, this is very exciting. 42 place 40, the referee claims. Me one at the table with a touching ball. It's a touching ball, which uh, the referee's called that as well. He's exemplary, which means that me one can just play away. And he's doing that. He's going to try and get another snooker. He's right down the table. We haven't seen play like this from these two players. But that is not a snooker. That is a direct hit there. Me two can hit that. Although it, it was a, just a straight shot. And unbelievably, me two just hit the pink. He's uh, not only hit the pink, he's left the blue, brown, the blues right out of the pocket. Me one. Oh, he missed the brown. This is astonishing. So me too has a chance now to take this. And he misses the brown. He's left it right in the pocket. Surely me one can get it this time. He does. This must be nine points for me one. Unbelievably bad play from the two both players there. And me one has brought the ball back right onto the pink. If he can screw this back, he can get the black as well. He's got the pink. Can he get the black? I think it might be academic. And he's going to try and double it into the centre pocket. He's failed, but that was nine. 15 points to me one. Puts him in an inassailable lead of 61 to 42. So the game is over. Me too is going to just try and pop that black just for his own sake. He's done it, and he's going to, going to count those points just to be nice to me too. But... Um, that's it. Unbelievably, a lot of excitement just at the end of the game there. That could have gone either way. Uh, it has gone to me one, 61 points to 49. I mean, quite again, quite a, almost exactly the same as the score last time was 61-29. Now it's 61-49. Again, right at the end, me one pulling away there. And I mean, a lot of people were very excited about that. It was, it was all down to that brown and blue, which were... The brown was easy for both of them, and both of them missed it once, and then me one hit it. Well, let's let's call the guys over. Well, me one. Um, what, what? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, Richard. Um, I know some. There were some murmurs around the auditorium when um, my wife was a bit narky with me for playing snooker when she was trying to cook, and then a man arrived delivering uh, something for another podcast, which would equally waste time and earn no money. I don't understand why that annoyed her. Uh, some people thought that might affect my game. Maybe it did affect my game for a little while, but I'm a professional. 
I'm like Andy Murray. I'm, I'm as successful as him, I would say. Uh, and I focused and um, you say you're focused, but the, the brown, there was a very easy brown uh, that you missed and, and left on for me too. And if he got that, that would have been the end of the game in the other direction, I think, because of the, where the blue was. Oh, can I say, Richard, I, it was mind games. Um, I knew that the kind of guy me too is. He thought he was one up on me. I just, what you have to do with snooker sometimes, it's not who scores the points early on, is it? It's who scores the points later on. It's who scores the last points. Well, not necessarily, actually. If you score a lot of points early on, then it doesn't matter how many points you score at the end. I, I think I'm the professional snooker player here, Richard. I don't want to pull rank on you. Um, I am even in this contest. I don't want to say who won the video contest, but... I let people draw their own conclusions if they've seen that video. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm very happy. We're back to equal. I've won every frame I've played since I was married. Certainly here in this tournament, maybe on film as well. I'm not saying. I don't want to give any away. Um, it seems to me, me too, that is struggling. So, uh, well, let's talk to me too. What happened, me too? Oh, fuck off. No, you have to, come on. Part of your contract is you have to have this I don't have any contract. This is just you talking to yourself in a basement. Um, be a, if there was a contract, it would be a nonsense. It wouldn't mean anything. What, I agree in all my personas to give an interview at the end of the game. You have made that commitment. And please get back into the reality of the situation. You're breaking the fourth wall. I mean, there aren't any walls. Well, there are lots of walls down here, but for the listener, there isn't any walls. You're breaking the imaginary wall. I want you to take this properly and seriously. Just because you've lost, it doesn't mean you can start... Even petulantly, and all right. Um, well, I was disappointed, Richard, that I lost that frame. I it went one way and then the other. I felt I could have won it at the end. What, what happened with the brown? The brown ball is what everyone will be talking about. I think on the the me versus me forums this week. Even though there's one really nasty one that's been set up where people are just rude about this. Uh, but there's a nice one where people talk about the game. I think that what happened with the brown. I, I choked, you know, I think it was so easy, it was such an easy shot. Um, I thought I was just looking ahead to the blue and sometimes you can do that in this game, just thinking, well, where, where shall I leave the cue ball so I can definitely get the blue in and then maybe onto the pink, which is, of course, what uh, what Miwon did. Yes, he did do that. Now, you know, fucking rub it in my face. There's no need for the language. This is a family podcast. I really want this to go out worldwide. If you swear, you know, it means they have to put an explicit thing on it and... I don't think it's the swearing that's going to stop this being a worldwide hit, to be honest, Richard. I don't want to piss on your chips. Piss is also a swear. And you made me say it. Anyway, the uh, the exciting news is, uh, people at home, that uh, that means we're back to eight all. I mean, I know a lot of you were hoping um, that one player would get a long way ahead, just because that would, you know, be surprising. But it's eight all. It's almost like these two players are exactly the same. And uh, can I just give a big, uh, a big, big up to uh, referee one, exemplary play. Well, thank you, Richard. Um, I've had some time to think about uh, about this, how much I love this job, and how much I want to be here. And I didn't want to mess up the day. I know I may have made some mistakes in the past, in the heat of the moment. It's a very exciting, intense thing. I nearly forgot to add some points on for one of the the fouls. So you know, I'm not perfect. But then I remembered. Do you think you've got, because there was quite a lot of confusion, seems to be lots of breaks in the play where people weren't sure whose go it was next. I think I got that right. I, well, history will be able to, you know, there'll be people going back over this 
um, recording where mistakes were made. But I think this, uh, for once, is a pretty fair and accurate representation of the two players. Me one was the best. Uh, I don't think I missed any terrible mistakes. Like uh, I don't know if you've seen the video uh, of the uh, Chris Evans trophy, but referee two, um, he clearly makes some terrible errors. Uh, so uh, and they're on film, and that's more embarrassing than like here in an audio where you can at least argue one way or the other if you really want to. But I didn't make any mistakes today. I'm very glad to be back, and I don't think anyone will be mourning the loss of referee two. It's it's interesting referee one. After I made a slight fuss about it on Twitter, two or three people did say that they preferred referee one. No one else said anything. Well, it's a vindication. I mean, it's not a great vindication for you because it was only two or three people. It's still a vindication, and you have to remember how few people are now listening to this. Um, so two or three is quite a large proportion now. I mean, back in the first frame, that would be meaningless, but now it is almost the majority of the listeners have expressed that interest. Well, fair enough. Uh, anyway, we'll be back with more Me One versus Me Two snooker. Um, if you've enjoyed this, uh, or even if you haven't enjoyed it, there is lots of other great stuff that I, Richard Herring, do that is mainly less weird than this. Uh, I'm doing a new series of the Leicester Square Theatre podcasts, which start on October the 1st. You can download those for free if you're at home. We can come to the Leicester Square Theatre, go to their website, you can see what's on. We've got uh, Rhys Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton on the second one. We've got quite an exciting guest for the first one. Hopefully, I can't reveal who it is quite yet, but hopefully that'll get sorted out. Uh, and uh, Dave Gorman on the 5th of November and Russell Howard on the 3rd of December. So do come along and see those or just listen at home and there's some more people to be added in. There's going to be six in total. Um, that's me talking to some other people, other human beings. Uh, and that, that's generally better. Uh, and there's no little to, I can't promise no snooker, but there's little to no snooker uh, in that podcast. Uh, also, the Talking Cock tour is uh, starting up. Go to richherring.com slash Talking Cock 2, I think. And if you go to richherring.com, you'll be able to see the link. All the tour dates are there starting in October. The Brighton one is sold out. The Manchester one is sold out. So if you want to go to Liverpool or Sheffield, which are in October, do pull out your little finger of your, out of your anus and book some tickets. For that, uh, of course, go to gofasterstrike.com and you can buy What Is Love Anyway and see that controversial frame. Who won and who didn't win and did they really win anyway? I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions to be asked about it. Um, and hopefully people will continue to do so. Uh, I think that's about it, really. Um, it's nice to end on a big laugh or something interesting happening, but, I mean, it was good when my wife I don't know if, how much you picked up of her tone, but she was like properly annoyed. Well, that was quite, that was quite good. Um, I now have to go upstairs to uh, say, say how she is um, and uh, see if that was Total Recall, which again, maybe another, I might be doing a direct and not director's commentary of Total Recall, which will be coming out soon for free because, you know, I, I've got work to do, but I feel it's more important to be in my basement talking to myself for kind of no one to listen to. And if no one listens, has it actually happened? That is the philosophical question that I will leave you on. Not a laugh, on a thought. Goodbye, we'll be back next week. It's eight all, everything to play for. <laughs>